Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Friday with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. Okay, before we jump into this interview, I want to invite you to be considered for my 2019 Traveling Mastermind. So go to workhardplayhardmastermind.com and fill out the application and we'll jump on a call to see if you're a great fit. This year, we'll be in Boston doing lots of cool things like training with Tom Brady's trainer, Alex Guerrero. In the middle of the year, we'll be heading to Monaco doing things like vintage car rides through the French Riviera. And then we're going to wrap the year in Florence, Italy, doing things like truffle hunting and hot air ballooning over Florence. Look, Life is all about fulfillment, and I really try and walk the walk. So if you are looking to be part of our tribe of 28 high-achieving entrepreneurs that are in the six- and seven-figure range, fill out your application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com to be considered. So think of the mastermind as having two parts. The first is the trip itself. And the second part is what goes on over the four days within the mastermind. Our group of 28 entrepreneurs will help you brainstorm and accelerate what you want to achieve in 2019. And we'll do that through a variety of different exercises, brainstorming activities, breakout sessions, goal setting sessions, you know the drill. So go to workhardplayhardmastermind.com, fill out an application, and we'll jump on a call to see if you're a fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly freaking Murgatroyd, how the hell are you? I am ducky. How are you? I'm uh, highly caffeinated and ready to rumble. You know what we're talking about today? I actually do. Because you wrote it? (laughs) We're talking about raising your freaking standards. So read this quote. Read this quote. This is such a good quote. There's a lot of freaking going on A lot of freaking. Get your freak on. Uh, This is a Tony Robbins quote. Whatever you really want, Wants don't get met consistently, but standards do. You always get your musts. You know, Tony has always taught me you always get your musts. So we're going to talk today about the keys to high standards. So the first key is to make sure that your vision is compelling. What's your thoughts on that? So for me, you know, the vision is something that actually I work with every day. So when I when I talk to people and I'm like, give me that, you know, magic wand, give me that vision. What would you love your life to look like? Often people have such limiting beliefs that they don't dream big anymore. You know, like if I ask Sophia what she wants, she's like, I want to live in fairy world and I want to, you know, like she's like just out in left field. She's riding her magic carpet. Yeah, like whatever you want. And we need a and I get that obviously it's not realistic, but we need to adopt a little more of that child that child creativity back as adults and really dig deep and create that vision, create something so powerful, so compelling that you'll you'll do anything to create it. And for me, this is where I think, by the way, having a, a, a really solid tribe or mentor is helpful because in, in my particular 
business, someone comes to me with a vision, whatever it is. Maybe they want to create, you know, freedom for their family, bring their husband home, or maybe they want to, you know, trip around the world or whatever it is for a year. Whatever their vision of their life is, it is not up to me to judge it. It's up to me to hold it. I hold their vision for them until, you know, for those times that they're going to struggle, I bring their vision back and go, this is what we're working for. This is how we're doing it and pouring the belief in. And for you, Rob, in, you know, masterminds and building that, it's, I think your job in the mastermind is also to determine what the person wants in their vision. And your particular mastermind is about fulfillment and about creating an incredible life. So how do you think vision for you plays into it? Well, first of all, you have to have one, right? You have to have a vision. And if, you know, our mastermind, the vision of our mastermind, like you just said, is all about fulfillment. And there's a lot of people that don't have a vision about fulfillment. In fact, some of the people in my mastermind have woken up to the fact that they didn't have one. And they're like, I dominated in business. I was able to do really well in this area of my life. I was a great dad. I was a great whatever, a great mom but I really wasn't looking at uh, fulfillment overall. So, you know, it's important to have a vision that it's compelling. And you know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of, I always like to look at the extremes because the extremes give me clarity. So when you think of uh, the Navy SEALs Team Six, let's say, right? They're the best of the best of the best. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a military guy, but I'm assuming they're pretty good. People seem to talk about them a lot, right? <laughs> so their standard of what you have to be to not just get into the Navy SEALs, but to get into the special Team 6 Navy SEALs. The standards are so freaking high. The vision that they have, they're the ones that go in and protect the country when it's all going to shit. Like when we think we got Obama and somebody's somebody's calling uh, somebody- oh, Let's call, let's go. Oh, wrong name. <laughs> when we think, let's do that. Osama let's, bin Laden. When we, because <laughs> they're close. Come on, they're so close. Osama, oh Obama, God. they are close. When we think- oh. When we think religion and politics, baby, religion and politics. When we think we found Osama, right? They're not calling me. They're not going, hey, Robert Murgatroyd, what are you doing? We think we need, they're calling the best of the best. They're calling the ones with the standards, the one who have a compelling vision for what they want for this country to protect it. The ones who have trained at the highest standard imaginable, the ones where millimeters mean all the difference in the world. Like for example, even a guy like Tom Brady, if we use sports, right? The standards, if not, forget even, like I'm not a sports guy, but forget about, just, you know, what he's done for himself. Can you imagine the people that are around him that are playing on his team that want to match or at least play in the same level or try to match his standards? Standards are freaking everything. Standards are everything. And so ask yourself, does my vision match my standard? So you can have this compelling vision of like Rob, you, your vision. I want I want to live in California and wake up in the morning and sip coffee and hear the ocean. And I want to take my time, take Sophia to school, you know, go on the beach, do meditation, you know, all of that. We know how much it costs to live there. We know what we need to do to live there. But is your standard, is what you're holding yourself to, the standard of the person that would have accomplished that goal? So whatever the vision you have for your life, I want to create a six-figure, you know, location-independent business. I want to create a multi-million dollar enterprise, whatever it is. 
are your actions, are your are your standards high enough to match that? Or are you like sleeping in, chilling on the couch, not doing much, putzing around? Like, are you actually doing it? If you have a, if your vision for your body is to be lean and healthy and all of those things, are your standards matching that vision? That's such a great point because right now I could argue, I mean, if I, you know, if I want to just be completely truthful right now, I'm in a place right now with my body where, you know, I have this absolute vision of what I want in terms of my weight, in terms of my body fat, in terms of the visualization of what it looks like, but I am incongruent in my behavior in mapping to that vision and I'm I'm struggling in that area and I'm not in, entirely sure why I think that I've used I mean we, this is a podcast for another day, day but I think I've had to have like big goals like a fitness competition or a photo shoot or something like that to keep me in check and right now that I don't have that check I am not as clean as I need to be so I'm struggling in that area but you have to map you're right if you you can have the vision but you have have to map your actions to that vision. Yeah, and and raise those standards. So, all right, number two, um, make sure that there are strong enough reasons for you to follow through. And this is such a big one because, you know, when they say the going gets tough, the the tough get going, that's the biggest thing in any business that's, you know, I guess any business and in any relationship and in life. When shit hits the fan, do you have strong enough conviction to be able to muster through and not give up and not shiny ball to the next thing and not, you know, to ride that roller coaster because nothing is going to be hockey stick growth forever. You know, where you're like chilling along as you're learning and all of a sudden you have this massive rapid growth. That has to plateau at some point. That has to dip. That's going to dip whether it's a, a moment in your relationship, maybe it's a moment in your business. But do you have the conviction? Do you have the reasons to um, push through that? And that all comes back to your why, I think, and really digging deep on why you want this. You know, we had great conversations this weekend. This weekend, I went to a an event with my team, and it was the first time that pretty much all of us left our husband's home, and it was like a, a big girls' weekend. And we had these really great conversations about, you know, why are you doing this? Why do you want to create this this residual income? And, you know, at first, some of the women were like, well, you know, Kim, I want to do what you do and bring my husband home and, you know, create this six-figure income. And I said, you know what? I'm going to be really honest. There is definitely, you know, the nudge to be home with Sophia and the nudge to bring Rob home was definitely the surface why it was the most obvious. But as I dug and dug and dug deeper, I found out, you know, that my real, my real why, the one that burns in my gut is to have pride in what I'm doing and to not be looked at as the girl that's riding Rob's coattails. Because, you know, when Rob and I got married, he was a doctor and people, we were traveling a lot and people were always like, oh my God, it must be so amazing. You married a rich doctor. It was like that kind of thing. And I was like, "Um, do you not know that I grind and I work and I hustle and I have for years? And it was such a, even when we started in this network marketing business, Rob was like, you know, Queen Elizabeth. He was like the Queen of England and I was like the prime minister. I was doing the work behind the scenes 
And he had definitely did amazing things, but he was more of the figurehead of our business, of our team. And even that, it was like, oh my God, you're so lucky that Rob does this with you because he's just, you know, he's crushing it. And I'm over here like, you know, going, what about me? And now that I'm leading this, the reason that I have is filling my soul and being prideful that I accomplished this and being able to earn that confidence for myself is such a big thing. And I think a lot of moms, um, and when I talked about that, a lot of people resonated. Uh, A lot of the women resonated and they were like tears in their eyes. And they were like, oh my God, yes. Because a lot of moms are just sitting at home being stay-at-home moms, or maybe they have a part-time job because they want to, you know, have flexibility with their kids, but their soul, they are not being, they're not fulfilling their goals, their personal goals, because they're, we have kids and husbands and families, and we allow that to come in. So, you know, those reasons, that gut, that burning desire to have a, a passion-fueled purpose is my reason to break through any of the barriers. And I think you need that. Yeah, Tony talks about reasons come first, action comes second. So he's got a, a strategy he calls, uh, he originally called it OPA and then he moved it to RPM, but it's basically the same thing. The first one is what is your outcome, right? What's your vision? What is it that you want? The second one is your purpose, which is your why, which is your reasons. Why are you doing this? Then after you've established the vision, after you've established the why you're doing it, then create the actions because the the actions will be derived from the vision and the purpose, but the heat in accomplishing it will happen once you have the vision and the purpose. So I love that. And that moves us um, right to number three, which is have the the rituals, which is the action. You know, results do not come without action. And you can't control the world around you, but you can control your own inner game. You have to compete with yourself and raise that standard, hold that vision, and keep working toward it with massive action. A lot of people are, and I appreciate you all listening to this podcast, but don't become a massive consumer of information without action. Don't go to your next event. Don't go to the Summit of Greatness. Don't go to UPW. Don't go to your next network marketing event or whatever it is and do rah, 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 soak it all in, love being in the vibe, but then go home and do shit with, with, you, with what you learned. Yeah, so um, a point on that. I learned something from, um, uh, from uh, Lori's podcast, Earn Your Happy Today. I, it was actually a joint podcast. I'll give him a shout out. Uh, Chris uh, Harder has a podcast called uh, For the Love of Money. Lori has a, a podcast called Earn Your Happy, and they both did a joint podcast that they put on both their feeds. And it's, it's excellent. It's their year-end podcast. I would listen to it. It's really, really good, or year-beginning podcast. Um, but one of the things they said in that podcast was that action creates clarity. And I love that because like you said, you can go to all these events and you can get all hyped up about it. And a lot of times, most people, not most people, a lot of times people, some people don't take action. And the reason why they don't take action is because they don't feel like, I think there's two things. One is they don't feel like they know what all the action steps are to accomplish the goal. So they get frozen. The answer to that is you don't have to see step one to step 50. All you have to do is see what step two is, right? Or step one. See what step step one is. You take that first step and then you like, okay, well, what's the next step? And then you take that next one. And then the second part of it is in the taking of the action, 
That's where the clarity is derived. And I love that because it's so true. You think you know what the action steps are, but until you actually do it, you're not going to be like, oh, like you, you, you used an example this morning of that, and I forgot what it was, but it yeah. was really good. What was it? it? It's an internship. So, like, let's yeah, say internship. you want, let's say you wanted to be a podiatrist, okay? And you're like, oh, I just really want to be a podiatrist. I'm a runner, and I'm passionate about it. And oh my god! And you go through your entire school and your education. You become a doctor, and then you sit down. Your first patient comes in, and they get some stinky feet. Well, guess what? Had you done that internship earlier? Had you gone in and shadowed someone? and decided, you know what? Maybe feet aren't my thing. Like that would have been super helpful. So if you take action, if you think you want to do something, if you think you want a podcast, if you think you want um, an Instagram, like be one of an influencer or whatever, whatever it is you think you want, take some action toward that goal and see if it's really what you're, what you're jonesing for, if what you're digging. Because that, that's where the action you know, creates clarity because it may not be for you. And it may not be for you, not because you don't want the result. It's because you might not like the process or the work and it just might not be what you're actually passionate about. Hey, you know, I know how I know um, how the podiatrist could over the stinky feet. How? Because I have a friend who's a podiatrist and I asked him, do you know what it <laughs> so is? So random. It's so genius. Like Vicks vapor, vapor rub? No, they don't, they don't inhale. Do they die? No, they just don't inhale. What does that mean? They don't breathe through their nose. Oh, they just breathe out of their mouth? Yeah, I don't... That's it, well, the weirdest I don't thing. inhale through my nose is probably the way to put it. Isn't that interesting? He's yeah. like, I, I just, I don't breathe through my nose. Okay, that's just... Just trying to help people... Okay. Just trying to help people out. But but before you say goodbye... <laughs> There's more? <laughs> before you say goodbye. I just, I want to give two things. Number one is tactical, okay? Action is the thing everybody has a hard time with. Consuming information is not complicated. You can do it driving down the road, whatever. People consume endless amounts of information from endless sources, social media and and such. But taking the action is where it gets tough. So two things. Number one, if you listen to a podcast, go to an event or whatever, take down notes that mean something, that um, strike you. If you get a gut little feeling or a nudge, like, oh, I need to remember that, take down notes, leave the first page open and take all your notes. Then at the end of the event, go back through your notes and circle three things you want to implement and write them onto that first page. And then go home with that action plan or finish that podcast and have that action plan. Like we talked about a lot of things today. If there are three things that you want to implement, write them down, circle them and go back and just do those. So when people are like, I have pages and pages and pages of notes, great. You're not going to take any action because that's overwhelming. And you'll never, ever, ever read those notes again. But if you're, while you're still in state, circle three things that you actually could put into action. That's one thing. Second thing is a little, um, a little shout out to the push, push journal because the push journal forces you into daily action. And if you're going to achieve your goal and you're going to raise your standard and you're going to go bigger and everybody's like, you know, it's January, 2019, go bigger, go home. Well, now it's time to raise your standards and actually live up to that. So get that push journal, Shalene Johnson push journal. It's amazing. Rob uses it. He's obsessed. I am just, I'm, I'm, I, I want to use it. Okay. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. I want to, I am just, 
I, I struggle with routine. Okay, I'm working on it though. I'm a work in progress. But it moves Rob's business like, you know, 10,000 steps forward because it pushes him into action. And I'm honestly a little bit jealous. Well, listen, you want to you identify, I think I'll, I'll leave you with this. Identify the one or two, that's it. What are the one or two things that you can do today that are going to move the needle? And then step two is do those one to two things when you're at your peak energy. And the hint is it's when you start working. Just want to eat that frog right front. You eat the elephant, eat the frog or whatever you want to talk about. However you want to call it, do it right at the beginning. Well, that's it, everybody. Have a great week and we will see you next week. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.